When you do a podcast, you've got to have a song where someone sings the title. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? The world is kind of scary when things don't go the right way. So listen to this podcast and it will probably be okay. Probably no guarantees. Hello and welcome to What Could Go Wrong, the best slash worst thing that could ever happen to Warriors. I'm Jeff from Happy Valley, joined by Chrissy, veteran escapee, survivor of Murderville, Idaho. Hey there. Also here is Jeremiah, who clawed his way out of his hometown, The Coffin, California. That's me. No matter how bad you think things are, these two think they could get worse. Let's talk about keys today, because we use them for a lot of things, both physically and digitally and metaphysically, I suppose. Uh, let's go with car keys, because there's nothing quite more satisfying than knowing your car keys are in your pocket. And nothing more terrifying than when they're not, and you thought they should be. <laughs> One time I threw my car keys away at a Fred Meyer, and it took me a long time to realize that's what happened. I I got out of the car and had thrown some trash from the car away when I was getting out of the car on the way into the store, and then I walked around the store and did some shopping, came back out, went to go get in the car, and didn't have my keys. So I'm like, oh no, oh no, panic, where's where's my keys? So I then went back in, I walked through everywhere, I went in the store, looked up by the cash registers, and then realized that maybe it was the trash thing, and went and dug in the trash and found my car keys. It was the mo- one of the most embarrassing things that I've done. That's a story of triumph, Jeremiah. Accidental yeah, but loss it, and then triumphant recovery at the end. Ugh, I'm just uplifted by your I tale. don't know that winning was worth it. Yeah, I I don't think so in that case. Because it's, I mean, it's one thing to have to dig through your own trash because you've accidentally thrown something away in your home. But having to dig through unknown trash... Yep. That's You know, this horrifying. just sounded like a perfect opportunity to go back in the store, buy nice thick plastic gloves just in case there were things in that trash and succeed i uh, no Ew. it's still nope. still not great no nope. you dug I, through adversity and you found your keys so you could go home like this but, could be a made for tv movie i feel like just buying a new car at that point is maybe the way to go i don't know <laughs> Just walk away from the shame, leave the car in the parking lot, go get a new one. Exactly. Go buy a big magnet. Just funk keys. Bam. The universe has spoken. You don't deserve this thing anymore. Go away. <laughs> All right. Well, while the universe is speaking, let's go talk about our house keys. Because I know I've left those at home every once in a while. Somehow still had the door locked, but, you know, things happen. Yeah, I lose my keys a lot. Um... Most of the time, I don't know where my keys are, which is fine most of the time because there's somebody else that can open doors for me wherever I'm going. But there's something specifically just, um, like, that gives, like, just a special kind of anxiety when you feel like perhaps you've left your house keys somewhere that are not, that's not, like, locked up in your home or in your car and you get that like just kind of niggling feeling that somebody saw 
you put your keys somewhere and then they picked them up and then they perhaps like followed you home and then are just like kind of waiting outside in the trees or in the bushes for all the lights to go out in your home so that they can come in with the key so you know they're not setting off any alarms or like you know technically breaking anything that would wake you up like they're just opening a lock and they're gonna come in and they're gonna you know at best steal all of your things and at worst like you end up on a murder podcast because you've been murdered is that That anybody else's fear is it just me (laughs) that was very specific (laughs) (laughs) this week on murder podcasts we're featuring chrissy chrissy was recently murdered uh with some house key stuff chrissy would you like to talk to us more about your murder i would but i'm a ghost well, okay ghost chrissy what would you say is the most surprising thing about your murder um i'm not doing the ghost voice anymore. probably the so death part done. i'm gonna yeah, go with like the death the, part the part where i died complete surprise okay all right. What what would you say is your favorite thing about having been murdered? Um, the part where I get to be on this podcast. Oh, oh, thank you so much. That's very nice You're of you welcome. to say. It's uh, our listenership is varied. We're big in the seance community. Uh, we got some psychics out there. Shout out to the psychics. Uh, we appreciate all you do for us, but you already know that because you're psychics. Uh, stay tuned next week on Murder Podcast. We'll talk to some very nice people who unfortunately had their lives cut short. Uh, back to you, Jeff. All right. Well, now that we're done with house keys and we know where those lead, let's go to about keys that people give to your their hearts. Because those are important keys, and you want to cherish them and keep them safe. Those are like the most stressful keys. There's so much responsibility. Yeah. It's a big a big thing someone trusts you with that heart key they let you in before before you can get someone else's heart key you have to know where your own heart key is because if you don't have the heart key to open your own heart lock then how can you have an equal exchange of heart keys with someone else who is important to you oh yeah make sure they're a thief or can pick locks oh god a pick heart yep just reached into your chest, taking out your heart key. I mean, we don't want to go Kali Ma style, but we definitely want someone who can every once in a while get over a hurdle. Or maybe a locksmith. I don't know. Like, I feel like if I haven't a given you the key to my heart, like, probably don't try to pick the lock. Well, maybe they had to help you find that key. Yeah. It was consensual I mean, like, pick locking. So, like, so... <laughs> so we're in couples therapy is what you're saying yeah Potentially. It's like, let's get out a bunch of metal and figure this out together <laughs> it's group activity now because every once in a while you lose your key and you gotta get a replacement I don't know just like maybe leave mine lost I'm good it's fine it's fine everything's fine is it oh hearts (laughs) they're important they're delicious and nutritious wait are we talking about heart candies now 
Nope. Nope, no, we're the, not. The the muscular organ that propels blood through a body. Yep. Just, you know. The seat of romantic ardor in the flesh. Kathunka, kathunka, kathunka. That's what a heart sounds like, right? I don't know. I don't really understand bodies. I feel like we've somehow stumbled onto an awkward adult novel, but uh, let's move on to wardrobe keys. Because it's always important to lock your enchanted wardrobes. That's true. And you really shouldn't use keys that look super awesome and cool because then kids are going to want to take them and figure out what they go to. Yes? So, what's weird about the, the old vintage awesome keyness thing is that are those keys intrinsically more designed awesome? Or is it just that they're old that makes them look cool? Like, are all of our, like, Schlage and whoever makes keys other than Schlage keys going to look incredibly, wickedly, oh my gosh, that's an old key from the 2010s, when someone in, like, 100 years is, like, trying to get into a locked garden shed? I mean, or wardrobe. Do wardrobes even have keys anymore? I mean, I feel like if your wardrobe leads to leads to another realm where you could potentially like be kidnapped or murdered in a war, say, or like put in charge of an entire yeah. kingdom as a child, I feel like mm. that wardrobe should have a lock. Yeah, listen, if your uncle's a magician and there is shit going down in an alternate universe, maybe just wall that up and don't like turn it into a weird little alcove that eats kids. But what if your uncle needs the kids to go fight those wars? Yeah, I just feel like that's not a great uncle. Which, I mean... Yeah. I mean, we, I never, mean, we never said he was. Yeah. No, but child soldiers are a violation of the Geneva con- conventions, right? Like, that's... Not in Narnia. It's... it's <laughs> I don't... Like, is I, Narnia covered by the Geneva Convention? Like, so, so say you're from here... Yeah. Your wardrobe is here, and you're sending the children through the wardrobe. I feel like even though the children are going to Narnia, you are probably mm-hmm. still in violation of the Geneva Convention. I feel yeah, they're like aircraft carriers where they're. But in that, that happened in World War One, uh, didn't it? So the Geneva Convention didn't exist yet. Right, but we're not talking uh, about World War One. We're talking about now. <laughs> yeah, this wardrobe so still exists, Jeff. Uh, by enlisting and arming the pensive. Children, Aslan is a war criminal. Yeah. I mean, good news, he's dead. Bad well, news, is he? He came back. Maybe he had like a a Gandalf moment where you know he's he's not he's not so gray anymore. No, <laughs> pretty sure he's still a lion. Pretty sure he's still gonna eat. Yeah, some you're saying he's lying about things. All right, let's move on to city keys. <laughs> we gifted the key to the city. I feel like there's a 50-50 chance that if you give a key to the cities to someone, you're you're giving it to the supervillain that, yeah. that is going to destroy your city. I can. It's really a crapshoot for mayors. Maybe we need to get better mayors that have more judgment in terms of who to give those keys to, because there is a bad track record. Yeah, it does seem to happen a lot, where the mayor's like, hey, thanks for doing a thing, here's the key to the city, and then, like, 
two pages later in the comic, like, the person with the key to the city has the mayor, like, handcuffed to a chair. That thing you did was a ruse to gain my confidence and the key to the city. Curse you, supervillain. It's, it's kind of tragic. But now a hero can rise to save us all. Yeah, footer involvement. In trust and a liar. I mean, vigilante justice just isn't great. Like, there's a law and order for a reason. We have a system and, you know, justice for a reason. <laughs> for a reason. I mean, you didn't have to kill anyone with it. There is such a thing as a citizen arrest, Chrissy. Yeah, but that just doesn't seem to happen. I don't know. I'm I'm still not big I on the I thought that's what Batman did. I thought he just arrested them and left them for people. I guess it depends on the Batman. Some of the Batmans are like, it's I'm true. Drop Some are pretty dark. Story building. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a lot of punching, even in the good Batmans or the gooder Batmans. Among the moral relativism of Batman, uh, there isn't really a a white knight, if you will. They are all kind of dark knights. Yeah. I mean, he always wants to do it at night, so of course they're dark. And see, like, there's a reason, Jeff. There's a reason why he wants to be in the dark where nobody can see him or unmask him. I just, vigilante justice in general, I feel is probably not great. Mm hmm. Seconded. Well, I hope this key to the city can someday be trusted to someone that we all appreciate and ideally voted for. All right, I think that's all the time we have for tonight. Chrissy and Jeremiah, please give our audience your fond farewells. I just want to throw this out to any mayors out there that may have keys to the city just laying around and you know if you're wanting somebody trustworthy to give the key to might I recommend myself um you can get a hold of me at our podcast things which are like the twitters <laughs> at wcgw podcast or the aol email which is different i think um <laughs> anyhow i promise i'll take good care of your keys i'll feed them three times a day and you can see them on holidays jeremiah i, I can't i can't think of a reason not to give your keys to chrissy if they're if they're adorable and they need a good home i feel like chrissy's got lots of space and take care of all sorts of city keys in her bunker. Yep. Um, yeah. If you want to disregard just about everything said in the last five minutes of this podcast and trust Chrissy with your keys, I guess that's on you. Thanks for listening. Good night.